نشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله الوالي الكريم وصلى الله على أنبياء أجمعين والمسيح والمحسي والمجدد لمن مرسلين أما بعد Are we not the bearers of witness that nothing would exist if Allah didn't create it? And that He is alone and has no part? And that all gratitude is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sustainer of all the boundless universes. All gratitude is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the generous eternal friend. And send salutations of Allah on all of His prophets and His apostles. And on the Messiah, the anointed one. And on the Mahdi, the God, and on the Mujaddid, the Reform, which was all sent from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send greetings and we send peace throughout the boundless universe to all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. The man of the hour, airing seven days a week at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WGAG Radio. Radio. back all of their concepts and set the concept of belief and fact on what you have experienced. Now, if you have never seen a flying saucer, don't believe anybody who says they have, including me, until you have the experience. Now, you say, well, Pop, I love you. I want to trust you. Thank you. But don't bet on it, only on the things I confirm for you. Now you may say, well, man, for since 1970 you've been teaching us and predicting events and all that happens. So more than likely, the next thing you say is what Fine. That's your own conviction. I am not going to tell you to believe in flying sources if you haven't seen it. Who here has seen a flying saucer with their own eyes? See, some of us have. Some of y'all haven't. So we sound crazy. I think that man, he has no apparent sexual organs. With big heads. Some grayish or brownish complexion with large eyes and little slits. Some have five fingers, some have four. Some have three, some have like claws, which means some kind of Uh, mutation or evolution or gravitation or genetic experiment going on amongst them also. But millions of people all over the world, not just crazy people, scientists, doctors, reverends, policemen, what else? Military presidents, Carter, our Georgia boy, confirmed he saw a UFO. And so did Reagan, and so did Kennedy, and so did Truman. And so did your boy Elvis Presley. And so did Jimmy Hendrix. And so did Marvin Gaye. There's a whole book of all the stars that saw us. You listen to their music and cry with them and make love to them. But when they say, I believe in the UFO, oh, he's ready to live. Marvin Gaye said, what's going on? I saved the children. I love that. I'll leave you up the boy crazy. What are the chances of people all over the world Speaking a different language, we've never come in contact with each other, having the same experience. What is the chance? All these people got together and conspired. Why? 
is the question. Why? What would be the reason? I'm along with a guy in Germany and a guy in Mexico that have the exact same story out of me. The exact same story. What? How? And Puerto Rico, Chupacabra. How? And all these people in Puerto Rico are crazy, right? Farmers, villages who have no interest in the public or the media say, yeah, I saw one run by. A blood sucker, they call But y'all who haven't had the experience, look it up, call us crazy. We wonder why you haven't had the experience. Let me see them hands again. The ones who have had the experience, some type of UFO or, or phenomenon. I'm saying, uh, quite a few of us have. And it's frightening. Because when I was a little kid, and my sister's probably sitting here right now somewhere, she'll tell you, when I was a little kid, I used to spare for weeks. <laughs> I've got to sit right back there. Is that true? What did y'all used to do? Tell the truth. Give her a mic to be told. Let's beat the hell out of you. What is up here with me. What would y'all do? When you came back, you didn't say. <laughs> a question, they called. I said, when you disappear, what you think? We didn't know what happened to him. We come back, who had, like, heavy nosebleed and stuff like that. And um, he was, as a kid then, saying that he was abducted. And we was like, yeah, right. And he was just uh, too, believe me. And he was a little kid, not knowing anything about this. There's no TV, no media about abduction and stuff like that. Don't tell them that. That's how I hold I am. Don't Mixing into the society of man, not only good ones, 
They want to use humans for food, some of them. Don't feel bad. Chickens feel that way about you. You just another part of the chain of life. You just got to eat off. Of coming, let go. I mean, goats feel. You got them locked in your yard inside a gate. Raise them to kill them, to cut them, to eat them. And then when a couple of y'all get abducted, and to make the judges put you somewhere and raise y'all to cut you, to eat you, maybe they don't cover you or barbecue. They might have some other term they use. You feel like they're right. Almost anybody who has done it just does the same thing. It ain't right. You can't just do. You just can't do that to people. Is that what they say? That's not right. They just came up. That woman took me out and just did things to me. Some people like it. Some people. I it. And then let, don't let anybody fool you into thinking because you haven't been abducted yet and it's not happening. It is happening. Yes. I have, I have a question. Well, it's more like advice. Um, but th- three weeks ago, I was uh, ex- experienced a ringing in my ear. I get them frequently, but this one was like intense. And now I can't hear or it's like pressure is in my left ear. I was wondering, have anyone come to you? All the time. You have a hole in your ear? Yes. Open them or what? Right on the right. On the right ear? Okay, go ahead. It's like I'm, I'm afraid because I don't. Don't be afraid. The doctor can't tell you nothing. That ring in your ear is alignment. People with holes in their ears over here, some have one, some have two. That's, those are people that are going, uh, I'm trying to give another word for it. Uh, I, I can't think of anything else other than the word counselor. When the, when the elders come, when God comes, Right? And the voice of God is spoken. It's going to be in sound, not in language. And these people who are being aligned are going to be the ones that tell people where to go. Those are chosen people, and they will be sent. They'll have voices in their head now. Some people hear voices in their head now and end up in another house. <laughs> but the reality of that is that it's a fact that people can hear voices in their head. You understand my point? <laughs> the fact that doctors will put people in the hospital and put them on certain types of uh, medication because doctors have come to the conclusion that yes, certain people do hear voices in their head. Ready, Bon? Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. And have went out and killed people because the voices said, go kill somebody. Say it again? And they'll blame it on Tupac. There you go. Remember that, all right? You know, this is the reality. Go ahead. You said there's other entities that come in and they camouflage into human beings. They're people. No, no. They're beings that are descending the earth. Extraterrestrial, disagreeables. Right? In the form of human beings. Not descending into human beings. They they won't come into the sacred body. They're not walking. They are actually people that are here on earth like heads of record companies, heads of the movies, controlling the lives of many people. I, I'm not going to say Michael Jackson, but anybody wants me to say Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is a confused name. Go ahead, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, what I was trying to lead to was, just that you can see these beings that are camouflaging themselves. What is happening to you? They're not camouflaging themselves, but they're walking around every day with you. I can point out some of them. The guy comes on the cell all the 
Bobby teaches all the styles about how to make money and all that. Oh, oh, oh. Like, I, you can see he's a binary. So so many of them out there now, and they are controlling the lives. Hell on others. Yeah, control, Dianetics, these are organizations. The Scientology movement, these are groups of extraterrestrials from the Plankians or Alvarians or Ashton commanders incarnated here and are staring people down a certain direction. And they become speedy numb. Now, when a religion expires, an extraterrestrial came in. There was a Okay, go. So, that's good. 
told him no. They approved it first. Then I know after I'm sorry. They told him no. You won't give it to you. Know what they did? Shot the crowd down. Crowd bounced down in Roswell, New Mexico. And then picked up and tried to take off and then crashed again about 60 miles away. This is the man said. Now you go back and read our book. A man from Santa Rosa, you see the exact same story. He said certain students came around and saw on the floor four dead graves, one uh, badly wounded, and one walking around dazed, asking for help but without talking. This is, this is Dwight David Eisenhower, right-hand man, saying, you know what he said? He said, all I want, but he's old now, he's old, he's old and in the sea of creation. Right? So he don't care anymore, he can't do nothing to him. He said, all I want the government to do is be fair and tell the people the truth. Let them know we are in contact with UFOs. There are graves here. He said, that's all I want. This lies have to stop. Now, anybody wants to remember, the only mentality that must fight reality is faith, belief, and theory. And that's the foundation for religion. So people on the religious tip got to make like this is not true because if you say show me the the grave in your Bible, they can't. And it makes them look stupid for believing a certain philosophy their whole life. But they have no You see? But now they have come to the conclusion. Oh man, I mean, they just showed up there. Every day they had to say it would come on at 9 and stay on to 11. How many hours? Huh? For a whole week. They just showed, they showed stuff that you haven't seen before. They went back to everything in UFO, and they showed all the things that were not confirmed, all the things the government couldn't right away. Oh, they also said, yes, the Majestic 12 did exist. You know, it's not a mythological organization. He said there was six civilians and six top, uh, top security. Yes, he said also, and the uh, Project Blue Book does still continue. Yes, there was a mom top project. Yes, it was a Philadelphia experiment. They are pulling the cover off this, but it's a year supposed to happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, they knew that Osiris was going to come back from the Orion Star constellation. That he had joined the Anunnaki in Orion. And that's why in your Bible it says, Our Father who art in heaven. And in Greek, the word for heaven is Orionos. And when Jesus said, Our kingdom come to earth, he was speaking about crafts coming to earth in my father's house, y'all many mansions. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Not a state. He was going to a place. A place that, as other brothers have a place that the devil humbly in the book of Job. The devil went to a place to talk to God along with other angels. And God obviously wasn't sitting on one throne, but somewhere in the book of Job read it. The devil and God have fight to talk about how they're going to mess up your life. Just to test his faith. Something that God should have already known. Right. He should have known if Job was going to fall or not if he died. So the devil was able to go to a place where God and knew for a long 
cone. Because everybody, when we said the cone was the real, people thought he was chopping or stabbing alive because they don't know that everything the Amorite does, he, he puts the intelligence in front of him so he won't believe it. But they got actual skulls. And we're getting more information coming constantly because now that people know through the internet that we're the source of this information, they feel free sending us stuff. So Children's eyes are getting naked. You see it yourself, and right up. And their cronies are getting larger. 
probes taken out of their bodies, pictures of crap throughout Mexico. They actually shot back with home cameras. We had it on a film last weekend. And just thousands of people in Mexico just took pictures of metallic craft, stuff like this. Not light zooming across the sky, which you could say, well, that could be this, could be a meteorite, could be this, could be this. Actual craft. You understand? And then when you come back as a religious person with religious convictions to Christ, Muhammad, or whom, or whatever, and you don't find it in your holy book, and if you go to your reverend or your preacher or your pastor or your imam, or your forehand, and you ask them about it, they tell you you're crazy because you are a signaled out individual in your church who had the vision, who saw the craft. The majority of churches are so spooked out or so caught up in it, they won't admit it that you look like a nut. And the preacher can turn around and say, well, that kid there is a little strange. He thinks he sees little green men. The, little, the concept of the little green men are stamped in your head by the media, by television, by cinemas, by the movies, as you call it here in America. So that when I say I saw a little man, they say, you're a little green man, right? <laughs> and I can't continue my story without looking like I'm crazy. You follow? So we're the people who've had the real experiences. People that know something is getting ready to happen. We're the people that are psychic sensitive. We feel something ain't right in the air. Regardless of whether we were Christians, Rastafarians, Muslims, Jews, Catholics, whatever we were brainwashed into, we took the time to investigate our own feelings and set aside our beliefs.
which is what they have in Hebrew, which comes out to be Lucifer, or the torchbearer, or the light bearer in English, when they fell, they came to where? Earth. It says right in the Bible, in Revelation chapter 12, there was found no place at all for them in heaven anymore. So they were sent down to earth after the war in heaven, where, as we explained last week, Michael and his messengers fought against Azazel, which is one of his names, and Otanush and his messengers. You follow that? And Danush had a gospel to preach on earth the same way that God has a gospel that must be preached on this earth. You follow that? So he came down, but you're left there if you don't notice that it says, as our sister got the Bible open, that old serpent, that old serpent. We got to jump back to Genesis to find out that we're in Revelation. So if it goes back to that old serpent. Where do we find them at? Where do we find evil beings coming to earth? In Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6 says the sons of God. Right? And then later on, it says there was giants in the earth in those days. But the word giants there is, as I said earlier, Nephilim. Or those who Nephilim fell down or came to earth. Then what did they do when they came to earth? They chose specific women. They say all that they chose, which means they didn't just take anybody. They said in Hebrew, they looked for women that were told. That's the word, told. Because whenever they say good in the Tanakh, they use the word tov in Hebrew. Whenever they use the word evil, they use the word ra'a. Not to be mistaken with re or ra or roy. They use the Hebrew used for ra or amun ra. But they say told. So they chose a specific woman, good women, told. And they went into them. Stop. Here we got beings coming down from heaven. Some of them were giants. And they went into women. What does went into women mean? They had sexual intercourse with them. Because it says they produced children. If they went into a woman and had sexual intercourse with them, I know there's some doctors and nurses in here, then you know they had to have chromosomes. They had to have the 46 chromosomes that the human beings on earth have in order to give up 23 in order to make a 46 or produce a child. You with me? So now if some of those people that came down were sons of God and some of those people that came down were giants in the earth, and we know one of the giants in the earth are called Imams. And you look up Imams, it means evil men in Hebrew. So we know that some of them giants were evil men. You with me? And those giant men or Watusis went into those pygmy women or little people and produced a seed that's in between, that's above four feet and beneath seven feet, which describes most of us sitting here or standing. You me? So how did the devil get into our blood? When he was cast out of heaven, he came down to earth as giants and went into earth women and produced children that were good and evil. But then he had to activate the part of the human being that he could use. So he had to make evil fair seeming. 
you see? <laughs> he had to make it attractive. Like it says in Genesis chapter 4, when God or the Elohim are speaking to Cain, and it tells him, all you got to do is the right thing, and everything will be okay. But if you don't, sin, everybody says the devil, sin is waiting for you at the door. And, or lying, and you look it up, it means crotch down, stooping, and hiding. Right? And he desires you, but you shall rule over him. Read it. He desires you, but you shall rule over him. What is that? The doorway out of the grace of God, the devil waits there, or sin itself. And he wants to differentiate Lucifer or the serpent or the devil for the act. That's why it says there's sin, not Satan. Because when you walk through the God, the door of the grace of God, and get out of his grace, then you become the advocate of sin. See, when you leave the church and you're fed up with the disciplines and the restrictions and I can't and they won't let me, you're going out to have some fun. You're going out to have a good time. That's what comes next. I just want to be able to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, to whomever I want to do it to. Am I right? So what you do is you get out in the world and you find out that the devil is not really having fun, but rather the devil is raising funds off your stupidity. Because he said, come into my party, but give me $27. Come into my concert, but give me $50. Go get some new nails. How much it cost? How much it cost? Give me some new nails, $20. I got to get my hair extended, another $30. I got to get me a perm that's not really permanent because it disappears, but I want to get a, the illusion of having something permanent. How much? Now I need a new wardrobe because when I was in the church, I wasn't allowed to wear mini skirts and show these pretty legs I got. I couldn't wear tight skirts and show these nice buttocks I got. I couldn't wear low lines and show this breast I got. I couldn't gloss my lips and show how kissable I am. You know what I'm saying? So now, you think you're going out there to have fun, but in actuality, you are raising funds for the devil's propagation program by going right out and giving him all your money. He's laying right there. The next thing is, when you get dressed up and you start looking good, you need some place to go. And there ain't no place to go, guess what you're going to do? Let's have a party. Let's call our friends together and have a good time. He bring the marijuana, you bring the wine, you get the girls, you get the guys, and let's just all go here. That's what it means by you shall rule over him. That's what it means by you shall rule over sin. You left with the intentions of getting in trouble. You're followed, breaking away from good. But now you're out there and you're the one saying, let's have a party. You are now the devil. You're now ruling sin because you are now the advocate of sin and breeding sinners. How did this happen? It got inside of us because of a war that takes place inside of us called will. And that so-called devil is in us through our genes. 
cast out of heaven and came down here and married women and had sex and gave birth to us. And there's a constant war going on inside of good against or good versus evil. Not so much outside the human body, but all around us, inside of us. You follow that? So now he has to what? Stimulate the evil. So, as we spoke about earlier, those cigarette commercials are illegal, and alcohol commercials are illegal. Every cinema, or you Americans call them movies, we go to, somebody got a cigarette in their mouth. And it's usually the prettiest woman, or the handsome or toughest guy. He's so tough that he's smoking. He then surrendered to nicotine, but he's tough. He can beat and flip and trip. Follow? Or in the case of, let's say, uh, the new movie with uh, Jackie Chan, Rush Hour 2. He's not smoking. Chris is not smoking. But they're an environment of all people drinking and smoking because it starts basically in a bar. You take the word bar, B-A-R, and read it in Hebrew, which would be from right to left, and what do you get? Rab, Lord. You see? That's their place. You follow that? That's how they work. They will make things look good. Now the television is saturated would come to uh, South Beach, Florida. Everything is travel to Florida, go to Las Vegas. The devil is advertising. He's stimulating the evil in us. You follow? See, the hip-hop generation killed something. You know what it was? Lust. You realize that? Oh, yeah, the law of lust was gone in the hip-hop generation because their pants were too baggy for us men to see your butts. Kids were walking around with baggy clothes. Things wasn't fitting. Right? They took off the, the body-fitting clothes, the seductive part of me going to a party. So I just scope on people's voluptuousness or the lack thereof. You see that? So he hurry up and got rid of that, and now he got Puffy and all them guys looking like idiot pimps. And a bunch of women looking like prostitutes. He got it back in. They got blonde wigs, and I seen a video come on, and people are painted purple, and it reminded me of what they described Solomon Gomorrah of, Little Kim and Foxy Brown, and they initiated a new young girl who wasn't a part of their clique. But that's how he does it. So the devil is already inside of you and I. I didn't forget the question, the meaning of life. I'm going there. I got to let you know about what the heck is happening while we're living. See this condition we're in. So now deep down inside, me and you, we now have good and evil, and it's even in children. You understand? They'll beat each other up quick. So now, the meaning of life is while we are living, we have to perform our own personal exorcism. No preacher can help you. Only you. Because you know why? Because you're the only person you can lie to. Because you can be talking to a person, they can tell you, I'm saved. I'm with you. And they'll be an outright lie because you can't touch and squeeze their heart and get into their heart and find out what's really going on in their head. So that exorcism of getting that evil out of you, only you can perform, and that's why you're living. And while you're in this process, 
the devil is making more evil fair-seeming for you. So you can be in the church for a while and then get pulled down. And that's why Christ said, some of them have fallen back asleep. They come in and they fall out. Many are called, few are chosen. Judas was with them, but he was still a devil. Walking and talking with Christ, watching the miracles of Christ, but still a devil. Now, how could you think? How could you see Christ pick someone's ear up off the ground, put it back on their head in your presence, right there while you watch him do it, heal the person, and still turn him in? How could they have done that at that last hour? And about one way they could have done it. Say it again. They had to be the devil's children because they had to know who Christ was and didn't care about his healing power. They didn't care about the grace and the forgiveness that he was bringing and the power of eternal life and resurrection. They had to know that and still turn him in. <laughs> Judas, who saw the things he was doing, saw how he helped people and how he never hurt anyone, still betrayed him. See, now, Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him. So Jesus, at that point, is speaking as Lord God. See, when it, I understand Lord God versus Lord and versus God. Jesus is the Lord. Get this to your head. Jesus is the Lord. He is not the Elohim. He is the Lord. Jesus is a Yahweh. He is not the Elohim. If he was an Elohim, he wouldn't have called on an Elohim from the cross. He said, Eli, Eli, Lemmatabekthani. He shortened it to my God. You follow? Now, who is the God that God worships? <laughs> Do you hear me? Who is the God that God worships? Now, that's deep, right? Because God went into the garden and fell on his face and he prayed, said, oh, my Father, it will be possible let this cup pass by me. So God, Lord Jesus Christ, is on his knees praying to God. And that sounds complicated, isn't it? Not if you go to Psalms 82, verse 6. Somebody read it out to us, please. I have said, ye are God, and all of you are children of the Most High. I have said, ye are God. Boy, that can make you feel important and big chested. I'm a God. <laughs> right? But they made sure they slap you down real quick. But all of you... All of you gods are still children of the, but you have to look in the Hebrew to find out the name there because everybody keeps saying they forgot, lost the name of God, right? And we don't know how to pronounce it, Yahweh or Yahweh or Java or Yahoo or Jehovah. Oh, we forgot, wrong. That ain't even nowhere near the name. Those are symbolic letters. The name is right there in Hebrew, El Elyun. The Most High, from the Hebrew word Al, on high, or in Arabic, Al-Aliyu, the Most High. Because he would have to be the Most High in order for God to worship him. You see that? So Jesus worshiped El-Aliyun. Why? Because Jesus identified himself with Father Abraham. And Melchizedek came to Abraham and told Abraham, you're worshiping the wrong God. You should be worshiping the Most High God. Iliun, Iliun, I. So you know what I'm saying? 
we have got to make an attachment as children of God, not giants. We have got to make a connection with the presence of the Most High God. He cannot stay the Most High God all pure if your impurity is allowed in his presence. Do you hear me? God can't stay clean if you're coming there dirty. So, we have to get the evil out of ourselves. We have to perform our own exorcist, get the devil out of us, and become pure enough to enter back into the presence of God, the most high God. But God, out of his compassion and his mercy, sent a way. He sent a way to get there. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the no one is getting there unless you come to me. See, so Jesus is the most high God's bodyguard. He's like, hey, you ain't coming here unless you, you're not going to desecrate the holy. I know your kind, because y'all walk around looking pure and be wolves in sheep clothing. Y'all have the temple, but inside that temple is what? I know the blasphemy they to call themselves Jews and are not. They are the synagogue of saints. So Jesus is saying, when I'm looking at you, I could be looking at a very beautiful synagogue or temple, but behind those eyes, down in that heart, may live the devil himself. And I am not letting you come before my Father until you are cleansed, until you wash your robes white, pure in the blood of the Lamb. It doesn't mean you got to go bleed. It means you got to see what he suffered. And now, you know, so deep in all of Christendom, what Christ suffered, they ignore. See, they're not talking about what he suffered. They are constantly discussing the suffering. Say it. The suffering. Not what he suffered. What did he suffer? Betrayal. He suffered betrayal. You follow that? Because an all-knowing Lord put his trust in a mortal or mortals, and he was what? Betrayed by him. Ain't that what the Bible tells us? We're so busy focusing on when he's on the cross, when he gets off the cross, that we're not seeing what he's telling us by I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father but by me. Follow in my footsteps. Pick up your cross and follow me. So he's telling us, look what happened to me. And now look who's standing next to you. Look who you're hugging. Look who you're kissing. Look who you're socializing with. Look at your children, because the devil don't just move from place to place. He moves, according to the Bible, in our very genes, our zira in Hebrew. 
You know the word zira in Hebrew for seed in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 when he says, I'm going to put iniquity between thy seed and the serpent's seed. The Hebrew word is zira. You know what it comes out to be when it gets into Greek? Sperma. Look it up. Get a Bible dictionary. Don't believe me. Check it out. You know me. They're telling you. But Jesus said that. You know what he said in John to the devil? He said to him, you are of your, say it again, the, say it again. He said to these people, I know why y'all want to hurt me. Because you are of your, so the devil had children. And Jesus was standing there looking at a group of people who came to hurt him. And he said, I know who y'all are. Now these were so-called Levitical priests. Wolves in sheep's clothing. And he said, I know you. You can't trick me. I'm the son of God. He said, you are of your father, the devil. And he was a, a liar and a murderer since the very beginning. You know, grandma said, well, if someone lies, they steal. When someone steals, they kill. Some of your grandmother used to say that. Jesus knew that philosophy. Now you and I are raging a war inside, which is being activated by things outside. You follow that? And walking down the street, holding hands, hugging up, dancing, the devil. You hear me? Walking around with human devils. They're not white folk. You like that. You black devils would love for us to think that only white people could be devils. That was such a convenient trip we went through from the 30s to 1970. Nigga, devil, we see you. And you are of your father, the devil. You are a liar and a killer. You understand? And every one of us have met a black devil. Though it's more fun to call all white folk devil. That makes it sound good. All white people are the devil. You the devil. That's why you're saying that. Now, the next thing is how to get the devil out of you. Right? Yeah, I tell you. Is there a way, Doc? Huh? Yes. By the word. By the word are you made whole. Because, like I said last week, man does not live by bread alone, but by, and you're asking me about the meaning of life. Man does not live by bread alone. You see that? You need the word. Now, what's tricky about that word? Oh, my goodness. Are y'all ready? Praise God. Are y'all ready? <laughs> you see this Bible over here this is has? It's broken up into two major sections. One is called the... And the other is called the... Don't that sound good? I'm saying, say it again. The Old Testament... And the 
Now, if you had a choice to drive an old car or a new car, which would you drive? If you had a choice to wear old clothes or new clothes, which would you wear? Of course. So, I mean, the term New Testament makes you instinctively want to go there first. The only thing wrong is that there's no such thing as a New Testament. If you open the Bible, I hate to do this to y'all, but it's my job. I'm only doing my father's work. If you open the Bible to the first book of the New Testament, you'll come up to Matthew, right? Let's read what it says. Let's see if this is introducing a New Testament. What does it start off by saying? You got it over here? Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. That's where you started. What does it say? The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. It didn't go that way, y'all. It went that way. The Bible didn't open up for Matthew's walking towards the 20th century. The Bible opened up telling you go back. Read it again. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. It's going this way. So how could this be a, a New Testament? How can we be being introduced to a new doctrine if it's telling me in the first verse to go back to Abraham? And Abraham had that old-time religion. You see? So now we've got to find out who put New Testament on there. Guess who? A devil. And you know what the devil did in there? Oh, he's busy. He brought in new laws so he could cancel out God's laws because God made a covenant with Abraham. And what kind of covenant? An everlasting covenant. That means it ain't going to never break. It ain't going to never change. Ain't that right? And then when Lord Jesus came, he said, and this is in St. John chapter 1, verse 17. He says, what? The law or numbers came by way of Moses or Moshe. But grace and truth came through Jesus. Then he said, right? <laughs> the law will not change. Not one jot nor one tittle. So if Jesus said, I am not bringing a new law, I am only using the law of Moses. I am not here to change the law, but to complete it. Complete the prophecy that's mentioned in Psalms 23, where it introduces you to Jesus and what Jesus is to you. That's why it doesn't say God is. It says the Lord is my shepherd. That's talking about Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not desire. The word want is in English there, but the implication is desires. Because desire leads to suffering. Wanting. So it says, the Lord, Jesus, is mine. So I'm just one of the sheep in his flock. But what else did he say is in his flock? He said goats. He said, my congregation is made up of sheep and goats. Good people and he knew he had deceivers among the people. You with me, y'all?
I improved the existing level most time. Abraham before 
Abraham became a Hebrew. The word Hebrew, simply Ibrit, means, or in Arabic, Ebra, means to cross from one place to another, to cross over the Tigris Euphrates. He was going to the furthest point of our land. When I say our land, let me make myself clear. That's a long story for Moses to bring down some more. Our land extended from the other side of the Persian Gulf, coming westward all the way to California. Yes, Paul? There was no Red Sea or Red Sea. Right by her, we call it by the There was none there. There was no Atlantic Ocean. Continental drift and continent drift resulted in land masses moving. Thus, there was no Africa. There was no separation called South America. All those pieces of land, when pushed back together, will give you one bland spot of water in the center. And that bland spot today is off the coast of what they call Bermuda. You with me? Was all was all part of what later was they ancient called the Yucatan. Beneath the Bermuda is now what they refer to as the Bermuda Triangle. A magnetic field. That was the capital of our kingdom. That was, took place in Sumer and Egypt and this land, the land of the frogs, some call it a maxim. From the word Mexico. That's just one of the names. All that was called Genoa. Genoa is what we call it. And we sectioned it off in the park based on the people of the bed. I don't want to go too far from most high, so I'll come back around to that part later. So when Abraham taught, started his journey, he encountered a man who the Bible cannot account for genealogy. A man called Melchizedek. The man is also mentioned in Moses' time. The man is also mentioned in the book of Hebrew in Jesus' time as being after the order of Melchizedek. This was, of course, an incarnated being. We do believe in reincarnation and incarnation. Now, Muslims will tell you they don't believe in reincarnation. Christians will tell you they don't believe in reincarnation, right? But then they'll tell you, Jesus died, went to heaven, and he's coming back. (laughs) Talk to me then. That's not reincarnation, what is it? Jesus died, went to heaven, and came back. Lazarus died, went into a tomb, was wrapped, buried, spiked. Jesus came three and a half days later and called Lazarus back to life, back in the same cardinal cardinal body. What is that? That we in cardinal body. Reincarnation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, so we have a being, <laughs> who reincarnates from body to body. He comes at a crucial time amongst his own, <clears throat> raised up for you from amongst, from amongst you. 
But the key word in that last one was out of the east unto the west. You with me? Now, certain groups of people would like to make you think their leader or their teacher is that man when they were born here in America. Make it plain. Whether it be Zanzibar, Georgia, or North Carolina, or Jamaica, West Indies, I've named three prominent brothers who I love dearly. They were all born here. And I had to. I had to do this book. <coughs> Postgraduate lesson. I had to do this book. Chef Daoud versus Master W.D. Farr. Because they at one point were saying that this man, Master Farad Muhammad, Farad Muhammad, Fahad Muhammad, Farad Muhammad, Farid Muhammad, or whatever way they want to spell his name, was the most high amongst you, the wisest amongst you. And because they said he came from the east, he started to fit the mold of the prototype that would come to save his people, or save those which were lost. But it says in Matthew, you'll come out of the east unto the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. He'd be born there and come here. I was born in Nubia. Tried and proven. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as the Muslims call upon, while we were in the school of Islam, and I'll address that to everybody this time.
It made me. And when Sadie Sadiq, the prime minister standing beside me, it made it a little easier. What it cost you? If I so I went and got the birth certificate and I printed a book and I said, here's my birth certificate in the book. Oh, he made that up. <laughs> it got the seal of Sudan on it. He got the signature of the man who approved it. When I had to get the, you have to get a photo of that copy, not giving the original with a seal. Oh, he made that up. I know, and I know a brother named Lukman, who was in the state in the 19th, what is it? 65 or it's 65. When he took his shahada, I was there. I had to go into the files of records and checked out who's dead now. I had to get back in touch with Mother Khadija's wife at the Islamic Mission of America, 140 feet in Brooklyn, and get inside the file and pull out my identification card. Can you say that? And it shows June 12, 19. 57, Chef Dow gave me my card. Most of the guys who were asking me the questions were babies at the time, breastfeeding. When I was in State Street, under a Marathi, born Chef Daoud, as we call it. Born in Morocco. No, they say Chef Daoud was born in the Caribbean. That's why I put these books up. Because he gave me the information. Because I had to establish in this latter day and time who the Most High is amongst us. That Most High is like the Freemasons, they're the highest degree of information. In the Islamic world, they say the Imam is the smartest person in the mob who knows the most Quran, and in their case, the most Hadith or Sunnah, who's best at fit. Sharia, a bunch of nice fancy Arabic words. Whoever knows the most becomes the Imam of Imams, which will make him the highest of the Imams. The Grand Master, the Grand Potentate, becomes the highest figure in the large under the G, which stands for the Grand Architect of the Universe. And the Grand Master who stands in the lodge with two seats beside him and sits on that throne becomes a representative to you of God himself in person. That's why they call him what? The Grand Master of the Lodge. So the Most High has to verify, to prove that they have what? The most knowledge. The most wisdom and the most understanding to give you an understanding. <laughs> Not just knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I saw knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I heard knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And I listened to knowledge, wisdom, and understanding being taught to my people for years. And I thought it was necessary. Because it is necessary to go to kindergarten before you go to the university. Right. It was all necessary. But to verify the existence of the Most High to you and to me is a board trip. You want it? It's a board trip. You got the names, El Ayun and Ali, right? And Anu. The board trip starts with 
three levels. This is level three, two, and level one. This level here is earth. I'm sorry. This level here is sea. This is earth. And what is this going to be? God. You want to say heaven, I know. <laughs> the word heaven is a Latin word, haven. It also implies a docking point in a marina. This is why. In Islam, the first thing that was said to Muhammad 400 years ago was, Ya Muhammad, Iqra. Iqra, read. The first thing you find in the book of St. John is in the beginning was the word. And the first thing that happens in Genesis is a conversation. They don't understand the key to unlocking all your problems is in language. But all the leaders won't take time to master the language. Something is key. We don't trust the business. Know what I mean? Now, in ancient Egypt, we have shoes, right? We have guests, and we have none. With that, that, that's the deity of the sky, the deity of the earth, and the deity of the underworld, which becomes it when, when the uh, Greeks stole it and changed which is Thoth, over to Hermes. They also changed all the names. And they changed this one here to Zeus, this one here, the earth, I'm, I'm sorry, the feet to Poseidon, and the earth which they call the earth Hades. Hades, which is the word they use for hell. So the deities in the sky and Poseidon, the deity beneath the water. You with me? If you want to walk it now, I'll walk you right across the desert. <laughs> if you want to walk, but, but, but it works. And, and I want you to try to prove it wrong. Right? I can take this out in many cultures and give you many different names. But that would lose you and waste time. What I want to take you to is the reality that every culture and all cultures acknowledge this state here, the most high. The Greeks call it Theos. That's the word in your Bible, in Greek, for God. Theos. And it's running synonymous with Elohim, the way they use it. For that curious also. For Lord. You got that? It's Theos. That's the Greeks. The Elohim is the more modern version taken from Nephilim, Hebrew word Nephilim, to come down, Genesis 6. The Nephilim, as, as it be called, Nephilim. Or the word Jabbar, from Jabalim, from Gebor, from the Mighty One, also used in there, where the word algebra comes from, which goes back to all the Muslims sort of inner Torah in Genesis chapter 6 as Gibor. So, so not, so I did not invent algebra, who was just some Muslim. All that happened before Islam. Most of the time when Muslims are telling you about the accomplishments of Muslims, they're talking about pre-Islamic times. They say, mathematics was created by Muslims. The cipher was created by Muslims. They're talking about 
men and or women are destined to stay here and worship. Some beings are perfecting themselves to become God, and other beings will always worship God. People of the lesser mysteries are the religious people. They worship God in spirit and in truth, away from themselves. People of the greater mysteries are like the uncut stone, it's on that side, Ashla, that becomes cut to become a perfect stone. Become a part of the building block of the most high place. You with me? Some of you here are of the lesser mysteries, and some of you here are of the higher mysteries. You have people who grab the higher mysteries and play games. I heard a brother say, and it threw me off a little bit. He said, um, Allah means I, so A-L-L-A-H. Now, I heard the uh, 5% use it, and I know that they stole it from the Moorish Science Temple, whether they won't admit it or not. Me. But the sad thing of it is, is you want the truth or you want me to play the game with anybody else? I'm saying that because sometimes you tell the truth is bitter to people. And they get mad at you. They don't really want to hear the whole truth. They want to hear what the man puts in books. And they got, they're real good at referring to white man's books. And quoting his book against anything a new thing has to say. But I'll take you directly to the language so you can see it, so we can dispel this part of the right now. Come on with it. You with it? Come on with it. This word is say Raos. I can write it with the Ali or I can write it with the Ba. Raos. And it means head. In Arabic, this word is Zahur. Zahur. And it means arm in Arabic. This word is Rajul. And it means leg in Arabic, the ancient language, as well as in Hebrew. Got it? Now, if we're saying we are Asiatics, right, and there's a mother language with Arabic, correct? And then we make references to phrases like arm, leg, leg, arm, head, and saying that we are right and exact, then that should match up in Arabic, not in English, a new language. Come on with it. English didn't even exist back right. then. So you have an Arabic name, Allah, and add on English words, arm, leg, leg, arm, head, and sound head. You understand? The unification is here. The power to bring all those forces, all those incarnations into one being to come back out and solve the problem, whether you accept it or not. I'll tell you what I mean. That means the abbreviation of that one, Darul, for arm and Arabic is a vet which is equivalent to a GH. And that is a Re, or a Ra, which is equivalent to an Ara. And this would be another Ara. And this one would be another GH. And this would be another um, another Ara. So the word is T-H, Ara, Ara, GH. 
not um um <laughs> these type of teachings must be stopped. Not by force, but by fact. You've got to learn this. So when someone gets up in front of you and pretends to know something, you get that hold of them. That's not right now. That's good information. The kids might like it in candy garden. You let kids in kindergarten play with toys and that Simon Candy. Let them build blocks in a sense so they can build a block. But it's not that. And they say something like, Sam, I am. I am Sam. You say, okay, you learn English. Now you walk down the street and say, Sam, I am. I am Sam. Somebody will understand what you're talking about. But that kindergarten level, so you let Dr. Zeus, Zeus, you see, get in there. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't frighten But now we are at the end of time when all the so-called great teachers have taught what they came to teach. They all have so-called finished what they said that everything the nation of Islam is going to teach has been taught. You understand? Everything that the good brother noble Juali himself What's here to teach has been the same applies to the gods and the earth, father, senate, and etc.
bow the Babylonian statue called Lord or Lord. You understand? And then Master Molana. All that means is a teacher. So no, the word Islam does not break down to I felt Lord and Master. And you left the other A out in Arabic. Because the word is written like this in Arabic. And that's there in the second A. The Ali or Lam Ali. And the word comes from the root word Salama. Peace. Not submission. Submission would be a new word created when they added a shadda to double the L, Salama. And if I pray with my brother, I say, Salama, do you surrender? Then I head on. Oh, it could be the other way. He could have been in He could go, Salam, in Arabic. Understand? And he would know, I surrender. Well, you see what I'm telling you These things is what's keeping us back. These things is what's making the people out there not realize who their most high is today. In person. The wisest amongst you is to lead you to the Father. Not the wisest amongst you is the Father. I am not my Father. I am of my Father. Amen. I am not Jesus. I am not the Messiah. Because I'm not Esau. I don't let the Suez put that crap out there. They need that. So that's all they know. That's all they know what? That's all they know how to attack is the obvious. When I say I'm Malachi Zodak, I'm Melchizedek, the Muslims don't have a dialogue for that. So they can't address it, so they say, well, we know that Dr. They can't say, well, what's that? 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 The green one. Then some out say, oh, that's what he's talking about. No, he ain't that. <laughs> they said, what did that do? And how do you know that? You follow what I'm saying? And then that is blank. This must go. You with me? This is old information. This information was taught to you about us. You understand? Now, one of us is here to teach you what you're supposed to know about yourself. And I'll tell you how it happens and how it happens. Go ahead. It starts up here. In another realm, the Quran calls it Ilyun. Muslims nowhere in any of their tafsir, which means explanations of the Quran, have been able to explain what that meant. They all evaded. Oh, it's a place where good records are kept. You say a place like in Makan, a place? And then you know a place, Makan? So where is this place? It's in heaven. They want to go into mythology. When you try to confine it to the fact of, so are you saying there is an Allah who was here on earth and created beings with the help of his angels, and then as the Quran says, he left the earth and he went into the heavens to sit on an ash, a throne? Can you do that with me? They go, yeah. So there is a throne somewhere in heaven where God sits on it? 
refill. They were going to fill it again. It's like when you have a swimming pool in your backyard. And you dress it and prepare it in the summer, and when the winter comes, you cover it up and all kind of mildew comes. Come to season again, you got to clean it away, pull the cover off, let the sunlight come in, clean out the pool, get all the mildew and the fungus out, put in fresh water and chemicals to make it usable again. God, you do it every time. You replenish that pool. All right. <laughs> Is that not right? right. The big chain, the Quran calls them, the Malaika, which is Allah, or the Nephilians, or the Neturu, or the Shishoki, or the Latina, whatever language, I don't think Native America will do that. Nepal <laughs> came down and saw the condition of the planet, but a being that was talking was looking from the bottom of the sea, because he said, in the beginning, right? Let me stop right there. In the beginning, what does the word start with? I'm going to give you all a secret that should be kept safe. But I'm going to give it to you. You know why I'm going to give it to you? You're supposed to say why. <laughs> because you've never heard it before. And with all the teachers that have been teaching you for your so-called 400 years of slavery for those who came from Africa and those who are already here, for both of us sitting here, Right? Right. All these so-called teachers are supposed to be bringing you information. They don't have certain keys. Keys that tell you they're standing outside of person's wisdom and things. Right. Once I say this, it's going to pop up in books, like everything else I say. Right. And nobody's going to give me the credit. They're just going to start, you know, oh, who's standing and writing all this? The Nubian people, we are Nubian. They never heard of Nubian people. And I'll explain Nubian if you need it. I'm going to give you a secret here. Beginning. Women, the first word, the first word in the Torah is Barashi. Say Barashi. Barashi. The first letter in that word is the Hebrew word Beth. Beth. <laughs> equivalent to what you would call in English B. Yeah. Now let's step out the Torah and step into the Bible of the New Testament. You with me? The first word in the first book of the New Testament, which is called the book of Matthew, is Bibulus in Greek. Say bibulous. <laughs> and it means little book. Where y'all? Little book. It's a Greek letter for With me? The first word in the Quran is Bismillah. And if they say, no, 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 brother. Before that, the Tesmiah, Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim, they say corrupted, was the fifth revelation of Muhammad. It wasn't the first, but the first was Ikra. I said, right. The first was Ikra. Someone said to Muhammad, Ikra. And then when he told him what to mean, he said, Ikra what? 
referred to as my spirit in Genesis chapter 6, will not always be with man, for he is also flesh. His days shall be 120. The lifespan of the Elohim is 1,000 years each of your time. But he had to leave at 120. That's Genesis chapter 6. That's not talking about Jesus. My spirit should not always talk man, for he but flesh. His days shall be 120. Come on with it. That's the Tammuz that's been assigned to you by the Anunnaki. A name they don't want to talk about. Zachariah Sitchin. And these guys are now talking about Anunnaki in this later day and time. Because they knew that ancient ones were coming forth again. They knew that incarnations were going to start happening again. They knew they had to drug you. They had to suppress you. They had to intoxicate you with alcohol beverages. And when that thing worked, as old days, our fathers and grandfathers stayed drunk all the blue. When that was not strong enough to suppress the God in you, you know, they moved on into heroin. And all throughout the 50s and the 60s, they had us down on heroin. And when heroin couldn't hold us down but we could get how when they came on with a new method, a methadone, was supposed to kick the hand when they got you addicted to the methadone. And that couldn't hold us down. So they came out with just prepared for angels to sprinkle <laughs> It was sprinkling angel dust over our neighborhood. Have us hallucinating so they knew the power of the hippocampus area in our brain. And that was a contact with the most high. So they got the hallucinatory part of our brain deadened by drugs. <laughs> and when you couldn't afford angel dust and you couldn't afford cocaine, they lowered the price and said, crack it. Penetrate <laughs> 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 that skull by any means possible. Crack it dead open. Eat his brains. And we start burning ourselves out on a pipe of crack. You know what? You're kicking that too. (laughs) You can't keep a good man down. (laughs) We have a destiny with our ancestors. Whether you want to call them Egyptians, Moors, whatever you want to call them, we have a date. And when that date comes, nobody can mess with it. Our story, not his story, must be renewed every 25,000 years. His story, that's why they're making a mistake and have to correct that in this lesson. They're giving the devil a history. And a history is only 6,000 years old for him. So why would we have to renew our history for 25,000? thousand years, the devil wasn't here 50,000 years ago. And according to your teachers, he just got here 6,000 years ago. You wasn't no problem. How do we have the devil in Mecca before the devil? Stuff, he can't prove it. Everything I say, I prove. That's what makes me different. They talk about stuff they can't prove. A brother told me.
me is that we're all Moabites. I said, I believe that we are Moabites. Do you know what Moab means? He said, of course. Of my father. I said, who was that father? Lot. I said, and who was the mother of Moab? His daughter. So you're saying our nation is conceived in incest? Are you proud to go around saying we are Moabites in so far as we were conceived in an ancestral act of Moab and Ammon, the two sons of Lot, his two daughters, to Ruth, who went and surrendered her faith to the Israelites, or you call the Jacobites? You're coming to, you're bringing us people who didn't stand up for what they believe. You're bringing us people who bow down to others. Come on now. You understand? Talk to me about Abraham, who gave Lot the choice of Solomon, the test. Do you take the fertile land, the easy route, the shortcut, or do you want the barren land to prove that you can work by the sweat of your brow? Right. Come on, wait a What did Lot do? Go with the easy one. Lot took the easy route out. Where did he them? The Solomon Gomorrah. Amen. Come on now. Everybody can come get him. Abraham. Come get him. <laughs> I don't say we're not Moabites. We are some Moabites here. We are some Amalekites here. We are some Israelites here. We are some Israelites here. And we are some Edomites here. And in order for you to be a Moabite, you've got to be an Israelite. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, let me open the song. To the 83rd chapter and the fifth verse. Oh, yeah, yeah. And read it. Everybody got a song? And you read that the Hagarians and Hagar was Egyptian, Abraham's Egyptian wife, who gave birth to Ishmael. The Hagarians, the Moabites, fell up under the Edomites. It tells you about it. Anybody got one? Nobody got a song? Read it out for us. 83rd, 5. Well, they have consulted this together with one consent. They are confederate against me. The tabernacles of Edom and Ishmael or Boaz and Hagarim. It said the tabernacles of who? The tabernacles of Edom and Ishmael. Now, tabernacles of Edom. Now, what does Edom mean in the Bible? It means red. Washa. Washa. From where they get Washata. From a French word, oh, she. From Nas, she, tush. U.S. Nasatush. A Native American tribe in Neshitu, from the ocean, we get washi ta. It means of the red soil. The same name as Edom. Same identification in song. This is how our teachers must walk with us. They can't just walk with us with big words. They got to go to the blackboard and show it. They got to go to the scripture to show you the place. They got to break down the word and take you by your hand and walk you 
by step across that burning thing. And when you reach that great arch, and you look up at that cornerstone and want to make that step from darkness into light, you know when you get on the other side, everything you see is about you. There's no Freemason that walk that path that when he gets on top, don't find us standing there. Don't tell me about no star and crescent. You've been fooled. China's don't call it a star and crescent. They call it the claw of the paw of the Bengal tiger out of India, where the great lodge is at in Lahore, Pakistan, where all your Pakistani Qurans are coming from. And on the altar in Lahore, Pakistan, in that great lodge, there is a Quran. But it begins with a B. <laughs> and in London, where the Anglican church is, Yes, where the Bible, holy as it may be called, sits on the altar. It sits there because it begins with a yeah. <laughs> And in Israel, Israel today, where they're meeting in the skull and bone room of privacy, <laughs> the cloak and dagger room of privacy, where they fell back on the skull and froze and was ripped out from darkness back to life, the Tanakh, or the Torah, that sits on the altar in the lodge in Tel Aviv, begins with a B. The 13th stone, the cornerstone. Who was called the cornerstone? Jesus was called the cornerstone. The chief cornerstone is depicted in Rome as an arch. The 13th. But in our great seal, it's depicted as a pyramid with the cornerstone changed into the eye of all who knows of either Har, Horus, or Osiris, both being under the eye of Ra, who became the Amun of all your churches. Amen. 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 You with me? A brother said to me that the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill was the great seal of the Moorish nation. I said, oh, it sounds nice, same brother Hakeem. It sounds nice, however, why are we using an Egyptian pyramid if you're talking about people that was indigenous of America? Why didn't they put an American pyramid back there? There are pyramids here in America. We are the original mound builders. That's why I strategically brought you here to Edington. Do you know that? Come on with it. Just last month, Geographic Magazine, we repeated an article about the Eagle Rock Mound built by you. It's less than 15 minutes from here. Close as I could get without being in the park. <laughs> and on the top of that mound, and out of the Washington, they have a picture of in the magazine right inside. They show it to you. They say that's one of the greatest symbols, the eagle. What was that eagle? Huh? That's called what in Native American culture? The great spirit. It takes all your prayers and messages through the stars, but it soars to heaven. It became adapted as an American symbol from the Phoenix. 
and the phoenix comes from where they got the dove. You with me? Mm-hmm. And why they use the dove? <laughs> Spirit. They use the dove because the dove, when you take it and put it inside your bosom, goes into a coma state. It goes to sleep. Did you know that? Oh, that's why magicians use the dove. Because they put a dove in their hat. Now go buy a pet. Go buy a pet shop and ask and find out what I'm trying to kill. They put a dove out of the sun's light. It goes into a coma state and refuses to move. If you pull it out, it comes to life and fly. It's your resurrection story. And they chose a white dove in Christianity when doves come in all kinds of colors and speckles, including dark brown, all tone. And they, they, they chose a descending dove coming down to light upon Jesus to remain with him forever. Going nowhere. Going to sleep. All of these are the mysteries. That's why that eagle is there. That mound a landing point when the crash comes. I'm aware. I'm aware. Now, that doesn't mean go out there and start standing around there. <laughs> <laughs> that don't mean go out there and start standing around there over what we're doing. Because <laughs> you might get zapped by the Anunnaki. Because they see your light, not your body. They see whether or not you are setting off a positive, pure, green light, the essence of all life on this planet, or you setting out an amber light. So you better remember Independence Day, all them fools that got up on that roof who thought just because they put on extraterrestrial costumes and say welcome, they got that. Don't think you can't get that if you're out there doing all kinds of devilishment and think they're going to take you with them home. Ain't nobody taking those drunken something drunk they were home with them. Why should they take you back to risk so you can mess their plan up? To bring your music and your loudness and your voices and your talk and your bad habits? Why should they? Muslims ain't going nowhere. People say, you already told us 144,000 Muslims. Right. The Ansar the law community, I said. Nobody else. Oh, Sunni sing about them. Some people are messed up in the head. That's not Islam. That's spookism. That ain't reality. That ain't science. We're about science. Now you can say more is science, but yes, the Portuguese did call us in Portuguese Morenos. Now, the word negra. Come on with it. Where's that? Come on with it. Open the Bible to Acts, chapter 13, verse 1. And you'll find that they were calling the followers of Barnabas, Jesus' original disciples, they were calling them niggas then. Right in your Bible. Come on, man. You got that Bible again? <laughs> Acts 13, 1. Come on, y'all. Bring it out. Good. You got one? Acts 13, 1. Let my brother read it. Now, there were in the church that was at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. As Barnabas and Simon, that was called nigger, and Lucius in your Bible. <laughs> and the Greek word there is nigger with threes. <laughs> nigger. The Greeks called them nigger then. No nigger didn't come from the Niger River. No nigger didn't just come from Latino people saying nigger. No, it's back in the Bible. They were calling Jesus' disciples niggers. <laughs> and 
Osiris and Ra in ancient Egypt, they're coming down green. Why are the deities green? Go back and look at the book. Look at Pat, the ancient Egypt on the wall. Look at Tar, that's his name, Tar, Pat. Look at Osir, Osiris, and you'll see that they're green. They're not black. They're not brown. They're green. Before the poison, before the iron of this atmosphere through the air got into your body and oxidized and rust you into ground. You could scream about being brown and all that kind of stuff. When you wasn't even brown. You think that's not that's why a man makes so much fun of the green I mean the green Martians are coming? Green Martians. <laughs> right. Every time that man plays a trick like that, believe it there's some truth in it. He's talking about you. Back to the other points, I got so many. Now I got 76 trillion years of information. <laughs> I'm only supposed to give y'all 25,000 years, sir. I got to cram it all in in 30 years. But back to the whole original, the original point, this is a French name. The tribe was the Shoshone. The Shoshone Nubian tribe. Why? Because... Ben York's name was not Ben York. That was a name given to him. Son of York. His father's name was Ali. I know. It's my grandpa. <laughs> on my mother's side. They came here from Mali. You understand that? And was taken into slavery because he spoke all the dialects of the different tribes who came here. The Native American tribes that are here came because of a Chinaman named Ho Shen. When he got here, he met people that were already here, woolly hair, dark-skinned people that they call the Kakina. They also call them the Hopi from the Egyptian deity Hopi. And they married and lived with them in peace, and they produced what you see today as Orientals with slant eyes and round faces and light skin and straight hair. The giveaway is understanding the science of hair. Nine, the highest number. The zodiac does not have 12 signs. They didn't find the last two planets until after the 18th century. So they couldn't add 12 signs of the zodiac back in the biblical times. They only had six months in the year. That's why they made a mistake and said Jesus was born in the year one. But he was born in the month of June. Nula, they call the Most High. So these people came over here, these Chinese, his name is Ho Shan, look it up, sailed to California, mixed in with us, and reduced the Native American. The dead giveaway is in the hair. Don't get mad, relax. I'm not going to do nothing but tell you the truth, and I want you to check it out or call me a fool. I want you to believe nothing I said. It ain't working. Only Chinese and Native Americans have hollow hair. Did you know that? Did you know that they have hollow hair? Do you know that that's why Chinese can't curl their hair? We have our answers in the task. That makes me get first-hand information. We have Native Americans in the task. The head of the Shoshone, the high priestess of the Shoshone Nubian tribe is there. She is on profession with us. For all of those here who are part Native American. That's her job in the family. Only Native Americans and Chinese, and that's only some of the tribes of Native Americans, have hollow hair. 
believe me, be amazed. Check it out. Or better yet, come out the maze and find out. <laughs> Proving that it was the Chinese. And they go back to the Ming Dynasty. The Ming Dynasty, the people had nappy hair. The later Mongolians got the straight hair. They mixed in with people here on this continent with woolly hair and produced Native Americans. And that's why some Native Americans look Chinese. Alarites from out in the western part of the country raped the, what they call squaw. And that's why a lot of Caucasian country boys also have Oriental eyes. I don't know if you noticed it. Their eyes look like they're Chinese, a lot of country western singers. Because they're in their blood. That's why they be cowboys, but they always have Chinamen in there. But they were marrying into them also. This is, these, now, these are, the, 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 these are real facts. There's a whole lot of facts out there, but there's a real fact, too. Some people don't check out. Now, some of the people say, I'm not sure. Don't tell me about stuff, and I'm not saying, did you prove it to me? He said, well, from what I heard, I heard the brother say, when the Declaration of Independence was being signed, some mysterious man walked in and told them, sign it. And all of them signed it. Who's the mysterious man? We don't know. Don't tell me about that kind of stuff. Don't tell me about it unless you can prove it to me. Because I've been lied to so many times. I've been lied to in Islam. I've been lied to in Judaism. I've been lied to in Christianity. I've been lied to in the Rosicrucian Seven Day Event. I've been lied to by so many different people. If you can't bring me no facts, keep it, John. Keep just keep it. And if you're going to bring it, I'm going to ask. I'm trying to raise a group of people here that will ask questions. That's why we're the only ones who we started. Now everybody's trying it. Come on in, sit down and ask questions. They don't take They don't want it. They can't do it, my sister. They can't stand here and take it. They won't let me come up there and question it. He said, bring, bring Dr. Yorkie, mommy. That's Jesus. That's good. I'll be all kind of But all of us say, no, 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 no. <laughs> because I'll come out and say, this is not a fed. This is a total bush. Fez is a place in Morocco. Fez, there you go again. <laughs> Fez is an Arabic word. They say this, Fez. There's no such Arabic word as Fez. It is a French word. The French Foreign Legion wore Fezes, which was a short cap similar to this with a brim and claw. And when they inducted the Algerians into the army, because they couldn't pray with a brim on the front of it, they tore the brim off it. You understand? And that's the short fed that you hear the Masonics use. It has nothing to do with the royal tarbush. If you're going to sound right in front of the world, stand up and say, this is a tarbush. And this is not new in the Ansar law community. It's not new. I'll show you a picture of me wearing a title bush in 1970. That's how we used to wear it. Long before we switched in the Targaryens and Emmas, we were known for our feds, as they call it, and we just kept saying, no, title bush, feds, title bush, feds is a place where, women, where, when the crusade was overpowered, the Muslims, they keep saying they won, they lied, 
Tonight the tablets overpowered them and cut off Mecca and cut off Jerusalem. They had to reroute the pilgrimage to Fez. And there the Freemasons picked up the headdress of the Frenchman. The word. You want some more? Yeah. This word here. The whole truth. They. Oh. It's not Arabic. It's no. Turkish. What are Turks? Germanic French people. The word comes from the from the Turkic word uh, B-E-G, beg. And it means a ruler, but it's not one of our names. However, the name El, which is mispronounced as Eel, like Quran was mispronounced, can be found as El and Al. And goes back to the name Ali, but there's no Bay, Day, El, Al, Ali. El, Al, and Ali are all the same names. And it leads back to, you want some more? Yeah. It leads back to Ali, the, the nephew of the Prophet Muhammad, born 572, of Arabia, the so-called Arabian Prophet. His daughter, Fatima, married Ali. And Ali, the way they spell it in the Shrine Temple is A-L-E-E, look at the man, is the one who initiated the Masonic Lodge or the Shrine Temple in this country in 1877, the year you say Farah was born. That's when they brought it here, when some noble men, Caucasians, got initiated by the Saudi Arabian government to bring the information here. The Moroccan government did the same thing years before that to Americans. So you have a Moroccan lodge here, and they'll say more right on their feds. And you have the ancient Arabic order, then you have the ancient Egyptian Arabic order. One taking it down to the doors of ISIS, one taking it back to Saudi Arabia, to Mecca, they go to Mecca, and they perform the ritual in Mecca at the Kaaba. They dismantle their camel there. You understand All the bitches were brought to this country and taught to you as real Islam for you. And he said, well, the Amorites used to respect us when they saw you in the fest. They wanted to know, do you know what you were wearing? But when you put up the five-pointed star and crescent, they said, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no sun to get in front of no moon. Ain't no five-point star crest. It could be a real symbol, because a star is a sun. You can't get the sun in front of the moon under no circumstances. So it must be an illusion. It must be for confusion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What is the symbol? They think the shrine of symbol is a star crest with a sword on the top. It's not what it is. It's the claw of the world bangled tiger. That's what you see. Ask anybody who walks through the lodge who wants their secret. You don't know what's possible. The symbol you're riding on is on the Bahamut symbol. Because the Bahamut is the Mendez symbol. Because the Mendez is the inverted pentagram of the Rambay. The man who wrote the book, the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus, from which the modern scientists get their Quran Circle 7. He's the one who drew that picture of that creature. Look on the bottom and you see his name in the outside of the bottom of it. 
Did you a preacher with fingers like this and with a five-pointed star here or half goat and half woman and half man and with hands like this and with a, five, a white crescent there and a black crescent there and a star in his head? Talking about white Islam and black Islam is all under the devil. <laughs> when they took it out of his pristine purity and then gave it back to you tampered with. Nothing more. By the time they got into the picture, all they had was shrine of information. They don't know nothing about real Islam, the religion Millah, Ibrahim, and Hanifah. They don't know nothing about it. That's why the Muslims keep saying, no, religion is deen. It's the deen of Islam. The deen of Islam says, no, it's Millah. Millah, holy, holy Quran, chapter 2, verse 130, says Millah. Millah, the religion of Abraham. No, no, you know why? So you say, Abraham before Moses, they couldn't explain what his religion is. So his religion would be Nuwako. Oh, yeah. And they can't explain that. They got to get after Moses to get to a religion. Because Moses, according to them, received the Torah. And the book of Leviticus, Leviticus gave them their first law. And then the New Testament came after that. So the Christians get their religion from the New Testament. The Jews get their religion from the Torah. And the Muslims get their religion from the Quran. It came after the Injil, as they call it, for the New Testament. So what was Abraham's religion? They don't know. And they care his no, Abraham was a Muslim. Prove it. Show me in the Torah. Well, that's because he prostrated. Okay, sounds nice, doesn't it? But he prostrated before you became Muslim. So it's not that he is a Muslim because he prostrated. It's you Muslims stole his prostration. You got it backwards. What makes Abraham a Muslim? Circumcision? He had to be taught that, and that was a Babylonian custom. What makes Abraham a Muslim? They don't know. They can't prove it. The Holy Quran speaks of Abraham's books. We gave Abraham the book. Where's Abraham's book? They don't know. They don't have it. Yet you want me to follow you and say it's right and exact. That's it based the whole, my whole life on your translation of a Quran or your translation of a Torah, and you don't have no facts. I'm supposed to live until I die on his on hopes. I need some facts for my soul's sake. And for the souls of my children and their children, I need some facts. I don't need no more myths. Make things clear to me. And I told y'all when I came on the scene, I came to step on this. (laughs) People are not going to like me. But I'm a made man. Made for you, not made for the Masonic Lodge. Made for you. I have been prepared to answer questions. That's why they made me. I was born speaking 19 languages. I was proud. I don't want to be this. I would, I would, I would prefer being Dr. Augustine. They talk about Dr. was more fun than this. <laughs> <laughs> but I came programmed with information to inflame you. So get your pilot lit up again. Facts. Get you jumping again. Get you moving again. Get you alive, Lazarus. Now, when you go out there, you go out there and you say, no, 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 no. That ain't no fed, brother. That is a... Oh, no. <laughs> and then we can go to the dictionary and look that up. <laughs> say, no, that thing fed. It says, we ain't no bay. Bay is Turkish. We ain't no Turks. Turks are European. We are eel or elf. And that eel or elf was waiting for Geb. Remember Geb? They come from shoe. 
when shooter God up here come down to Gabriel, he put the L, Gabriel, Nusku, waiting for the incarnation of an angel in flesh again. Do angels come in flesh? According to your Bible, it says right in the 11th chapter that the gods in heaven looked down and saw the mystery. So one of them came down to earth and then came back and told the heavenly father, man is mischief making. And they said, let's go down there and see what he's doing in your Bible. So some beings from up there came down here and when they got here, what did they see? And what did they do? They diversified the tongue. How hard is it to diversify the tongue? Is it difficult? No, it's extremely simple. It's called mass hypnosis. You can go to Las Vegas and send the audience of a magician who calls himself fraud. <laughs> and he hypnotizes the whole audience and has people acting like dogs and clowns and all kind of weird things without them even knowing. That's right. Asking why I went to Las Vegas. Because I wanted to see Luxor. I wanted to see this thing they built called Pyramid and Sphinx. I want to see what they're doing without a way of life. Because if you don't use it, they will. They don't want you to go nowhere near Egypt. You know why? Because you can see yourself on the wall in Egypt. So they can't lie to you. They want you to call yourself Muslim because Muslims don't have no images. You see that game? So we call ourselves black Muslims, this kind of Muslims, Muslims, all kinds of stuff, but we can't show no pictures of ourselves to verify it. So people say, man, Muslims are Arabs. And Arabs don't have woolly hair, they have straight hair. They belong to the straight hair family, they're not one of y'all. You understand that? They want you to call yourself Hebrews, because according to Hebrews, Torah is forbidden to make pictures. It's forbidden to make statues of yourself. It's forbidden to make images of yourself. They don't want you to be no Yoruba. They don't want to see no statue of Shango in your house. They don't want you to be no Santeria. When you see a Shango statue, they don't want that. You follow what I'm saying? But it's all right for the Catholics to have Saint this, Saint that, Saint and a whole bunch of white people statues. It's all right for the Muslims all over the Muslim world. And if you travel, and I have all over the world, if you go to Morocco now, you can see King Hussein's pictures all over the street. If you go to Saudi Arabia, you see the royal family and big posters, I mean life-size and bigger. All over the street. Pictures themselves. But they'll tell you, don't take no pictures. They got mad when I did a picture of the Prophet Muhammad. They said, he's a black picture. He's crazy. <laughs> so they know the power of a picture. You know the power of a picture and an image in the heart of a child. And in Genesis, it says, I paid a man in my image after my life. I made a picture of him and gave him my attitude. <laughs> they want to take away the picture and leave the attitude. I put back the picture and the attitude. I got people walking around saying, no, 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 no. He doesn't say he's God. All of us are God. Huh? <laughs> there can't be a he is a God because the Bible in the Quran both uses us and we. That's right. That's right. 
Didn't Jesus say, is it not written in your law, I said ye are? That's right, so did. And all of you the children of the most. There must be one from amongst you who is the wisest amongst you. There's not a person in this room, even, even though some of y'all think you can, they can stand up and go toe-to-toe with me in facts. If you say you're Muslim, I'll switch right into Arabic on you. If you say you're Hebrew, I'll switch into Hebrew on you. Because that's what you're supposed to know. You will not stand up in front of me and take out a Christian Bible by a Caucasian named King Davis and tell me this is your Bible. You don't have a your Bible until one of you translates it. As long as it's a King James Bible from the Anglican Church of England, you ain't from England, you ain't Anglican, that's not your church, and King James Bible is not yours. So when Yahweh Ben Yahweh put out his own Bible, and all he did is took pits, do some cartoons of black people, and stuck it inside a King James Bible and rebound it, that's not our Bible. You ain't got no Bible until you got your own Bible. Right. Right. Someone who's sensitive to your feelings translates one for you. Someone who find the word nigga in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> old Reverend Pork Chop and Pastor Chillins is not going to tell you about no nigga in the Bible. Don't y'all, don't you get mad at me. I'm the fat man, like I said before. I'm the best thing that happened to you. Right. 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 For no other reason, if you ain't sitting there with stuffing under a spell thinking I'm trying to hurt you, you get enough information to ask questions that might open your mind. But if you're stooping under some kind of white spell, then you think I'm the bad guy. I'm the boogeyman. Because you've been trained to hate dark and people. If I was standing there high, yellow, curly hair, I'd get a heck of a lot more attention. Standing there, all tone with woolly hair makes it difficult. Because you've been trained to love other than yourself. They start with their hair. Tell you, boy, split it. You better get your hair cut, because split ends will make your hair fall out. (laughs) Your hair does not grow out from the ends. Brothers and sisters, your hair goes from the roots. Split ends do not make your hair fall out. They just don't want you to go natural. They want you to be a stretcher. <laughs> you know what a stretcher is? A stretcher is a nigga who takes his name and his back. They want you to be an extender. Are you a Jerry Fellow American? Are you a Perk American? Are you an 
Don't be fooled. Got real quiet now, isn't it? It's all right to pounce up and down on Christmas Muslims. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll take and give each one of y'all one a day. Come on, wait a minute. I'll talk to you Muslims too. Tell me something that you got that's original. You can't give me nothing original in Islam. Nothing. Come on, wait a minute. Your prayers come from the Jews. Prostration is in the Bible before the Quran was revealed. Hello. Your pilgrimage comes from Egypt. Ramses II has four wives and a hundred concubines. That's what Muhammad's Quran gets the four wives thing. More with it now. Oh, great Solomon, who's in the Quran as Suleiman, built the greatest temple. What greatest temple? The greatest temple is built in Luxor. Built to Amun Ra, one of your ancestors. Solomon's temple is just a myth. You want some more magic? There's some more magic. Matthew 24, we talked about it last week. Matthew 24, when Jesus was with his disciples, Jesus promised them that not one rock will be left there. All the rocks in the temple of Jerusalem would fall. Matthew 24, I'm 24, read it. But right now, as me and you go to Israel, right now, there's Jews standing at the Wailing Wall, the Western Wall of the Temple of Solomon. And they're standing at that wall, they're reading their Tanakh, and they're rocking like this. We're 2,000 years away from Jesus, and that wall is still standing. Mr. Preacher, or Preacher's Funny, tell me, did Jesus make a mistake? Or is this book of Matthews a lie? Which is? Because one of them is wrong. That's the Bible. I'm all with it now. It says in Matthew 24, where are we here? Okay. Verse 2, And Jesus said unto them, See not all these things. Verily, I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be torn down. So if you're waiting for Jesus to come, you, he can't come until the temple is totally down. So Reverend was telling you Jesus is coming soon, better keep his eyes on that wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> according this prophecy, they were asking him what will be the signs of your coming and what will be the signs of the end of the world. Matthew 24. He told him first the wall must come down, the whole temple. And the temple is not down. In fact, they are building on it right now. They're taking it back. The Jews laugh when Christians say that Solomon's temple belongs to them. Solomon's temple is in the hands of the Knights of Temple. Freemasons control Solomon's temple. That's right. Freemasons control the pilgrimage in Mecca. When Freemasons walk controlling the White House in Washington. When Benjamin Banneken built the White House in Washington, it was a black president. George Washington was not the first president, he was a general. He was appointed president by a black man. Come on with it now. Come on with it. That White House is called White House. I'm saying that White House is called White House because I've got to go to another language for you. Dar Vedar. Dar Vedar. An Arabic word meaning Dar, House, Veda, White House. 
that's the, that was the original capital of Morocco. First it was Old Fes, then it became Darbeda, which they call Casa in Spanish, Casa Blanca, the white castle house. And then it became Rabat, which is now. But Darbeda, when did all that happen? It happened when you lied and said you chopped down the cherry tree and showed us the cherry tree was a fed. And then you brought up a Moroccan flag, a big old red flag with a green Jewish star in it, a seal of Solomon, and told me that was my flag. And you told him what you got, you made him think he was getting something. <laughs> that is not the Moroccan flag. That flag was introduced into Morocco in the 17th century. It was all read by Hassan II. I studied in Morocco, in Arabic. In papers of me in Morocco years ago, any old answer I'll tell you. Did I, did I study in Morocco? Yeah. I studied, I speak the Moroccan dialect. I know the language. I was there in the university studying there. That is not the original Moroccan flag. Another lie that got to be gotten rid of. You can go and do the research. The Mola, they call them the Molavia group of French barbers, as they call them, brought in that red flag with a man called Hassan II. And the French put the star on it because these were French Jews. You understand that? Called the Sephardis, who lived in Spain also. And Portugal, they put the star. No, no, no. The six-pointed star is not the Jewish star. Open your Bible to Genesis chapter 15, verse 1, and you find out that that six-pointed star is called a Mogan Iraq, a shield. Mogan means shield. Nuzzle means star. When they say the star of David, they are misguiding you. The word is Mogan Devat, which means the shield of David. You understand me? That five-pointed star is their symbol. They don't go above five senses. And when they say, this ladies don't be uncomfortable. Okay? This is just the ladies not to be uncomfortable. Men understand me. Overstanding. When they say arm, leg, leg, arm, head, and say that represents a man, they're leaving out a very important point. I got to go there. I mean, if y'all overstand, I ain't got to go there. Still a little lingering at the darkness, and I got to go there. Come on, I ain't taking no help. Come on, wait they're pointing things out. Come on, wait a Don't tell me no five-pointed star represents me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some lovely children. <laughs> that was accomplished by my six points. <laughs> 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 we got to stop. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop being lied to. We got to put the cap back on and start the bank in again. And put the light on this time. Don't just 
these incarnations already. And I'm now receiving the 20th, the 21st, and the 22nd. You understand that, man? Noble Dwali, Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and Clarence 13. The three sons. Now I'm receiving incarnations for them. Otherwise, otherwise, there'd be no reason for me in what I'm doing to take the time to do a book called Quran 37. Why? Do I need to be bothered? Do I need the arguments? Do I need the, the negativeness? For coming in and taking a book that they've had since 1913 and nobody won't put it from this into this, so it's permanent? Why me? Because Noble Dwali spoke to my heart and asked me to do it. He said his flocks are scattered. They, everybody wants to be him. All these self-righteous and self-acclaimed, some of them even call themselves Noble Dwali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recite his personal prayer as a prophet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As you know, he's doing it. Donald Elijah Muhammad spoke to my heart. I told him that back in 1990. Right. And he came and told me something. That's why these lessons are out. They clean up the mess for me, you son. Set my soul free. I'm bounded by this foolishness of Farad. Set me free. I said, okay, I'll take on the job. Stay in touch. Because I know they're going to come thinking they can deal with it. All I say is if these books are not true about the total history of Master Quran Muhammad, then y'all produce one. Or if you tell us why haven't you produced one since 1930? Uh, why haven't you produced a clear history of the man, his birth, his death, from more than a side photo of him, his fingerprint, his blood type, and everything he told? Why haven't you done it? Why, what are you keeping secret? Tell me more about Noble Juali than what you want the world to think. His name is not Il. His name is not Bay. His name is not Day. His name is not El. His name is Sharif. And that's the, that's the family of the Prophet Muhammad, Sharif. The nobles. That's also the Shriners, the nobles. And you have Ali, the link to the angels. That's why in the, in the roots of the teaching, there are Ali. Els and Eels are Hebrew. Hey, with me? Mm-hmm. So straighten this up for me. Straighten it up for me. Pretty soon you have what's called a problem book. It's finished. I'm talking about within a couple of days, it'll be coming back from the print of hardcover. The problem book. Mm-hmm. All the 5% lessons, plus lessons. Mm-hmm. All the stuff they taught in one book. Don't get mad at me. You need this. Because them leaders out there don't want you to have all the information. They want to fully set a couple of copies of the big lesson and give you some of the one in 20. That's right. And change little words. That's right. Teach you something like that, so Lord and Master. That's right. Knowing somebody can come along and make you look like a fool. There's nothing I'm going to teach you if no one can make you look like a fool. If you take the time, just like you see it with this, I didn't get that down. Yes, you did, because I'm going to have it in a book, so you have it one day. <laughs> so you will be able to use it. The problem book will be out. Get a copy of it. Why? Because seven spoke and said, straighten it out for me. When you get there, straighten the mess out for me. 
You set the record straight for me. Like, I'll try. So in my mission, I have to stop along the way and try to straighten out the mess of other people's missions. They can't do it with my teachings. I can stand up there and teach them all day about the Morris scientists and their knowledge of the Zodiac, Yaqub's father, and how they cannot prove that's his name. And why you stay? I can teach you all day about the five percent, which poor makers, I mean, poor writers teachers, who's not people teachers, who's all wise writers, I can know who's doing it and got it. But I'm not poor. I'm extremely wealthy. I couldn't put out a million books a year if I wasn't. So, you see these books coming out of the job? I put out. You ain't doing them, I'm doing them. You ain't giving me no money, I'm doing this for you. I'm not a money preacher. I'm a teacher. I know what the information age needs. I know when you got this book of Revelation, you understand all the symbolism, because I wrote this thing down in how many languages, y'all? Three different languages. It's broke down into Greek, it's broke down into Aramic, it's broke down into Arabic, and translated English. It's one book, the whole book of Revelation, all the signs and symbols, so you can see the meaning of the words. Ain't no more for no jump. I know when you die, just this. I ain't got to worry about the crap. I know when you digest this Torah, and you can take the word and see the word next to the faith of the people and get it. And Psalms, as they call it, is also, to him, is also finished. And he's coming out. So you have the Psalms to deal with. You understand what I'm saying? So now, in my mission of translating all these things, I have to stop and go try to solve the problem for the nation of God. About far. And solve the problem that's happened to Morris Science Temple. Because as this empress gets stronger and stronger in this one shot thing, she's going to need some serious detectives. Because she got some profound stuff to throw at you. The beautiful old lady, she got some profound stuff. But it's dangerous what she's saying. They killed her whole family. They'll kill you for it. Because it's fact. Like I said, I'm a king to them, y'all. I introduced it to y'all in the cowboy age. And all the fools didn't even know what I was talking about. Why is he in cowboy clothes? Cowboy? Cowboy? Yo, boy, take care of my cow. Cowboy? Cowboys were the Nubians. Haven't you heard of Cherokee Bill? And there's no such tribe as Cherokee. That was a trick name. 